So welcome to Exodus 19, a nation married to Yah, with your host, Richard Massey. I pray that you guys are having a blessed Sabbath, and I pray also that whatever you and your family are going through, that Yah, you're just trying to go through it. Today we're going to be reading Yahu 15. We're going to be seeing what this chapter is talking about. What does Yah say to Yahu? and what are the people going to go through? So let's get started. Yahu 15. 1. And Yahweh said to me, even if Moshe and Samuel were to stand before me, my being is not towards this people. Send them away from my presence and let them go. So he said, even if Moshe and Samuel standing before me. My being is not towards this people. Send them away from my presence and let them go. Two, and it shall be when they say to you, where do we go? Then you shall say to them, thus says Yahweh, those for death to death, and those for sword to sword, and those for scarcity of food to scarcity of food. And those for captivity to captivity. Three, and I shall appoint over them four kinds, declares Yahuwah. The sword to slay, the dogs to drag, the birds of the heavens, of the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. Four, and I shall make them for a horror to all the rains of the earth. On account of, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Manasseh. Son of, I can't pronounce it, sovereign of Yehuda, because of what he did in Jerusalem. So all this is going to happen because of verse 4. These people are going to go through because of verse 4. 4 says, and I shall make them for a horror to all the reigns of the earth on account of Manasseh. The sovereign of Yehuda because of what he did in Jerusalem. Five, for who has compassion on you, O Jerusalem? And who mourns for you? And who turns aside to ask how you are doing? Six, you who have forsaken me, declares Yahweh, you have gone backwards. Therefore, I shall stretch out my hand against you and destroy you. I have been weary of relenting, trying to get you to do covenant commandments, sending Yahweh. Jeremiah out to tell you that you must turn from your wicked ways and to turn your heart back to Yahweh. But you kept ignoring it. You kept doing the things that you wanted to do. And now judgment is here. Seven, and I shall willow them with a willowing fan in the gates of the land. And I shall bereave, I shall destroy my people they will not turn back from their wicked ways. And that's the reason why I'm doing it. Because they won't turn their heart back to the Father. Eight, their widows shall be more numerous than the sands of the sea. And I shall bring against them, against the mother of the young man, a ravener at noon. I shall cause agitation and sudden alarm to fall on her suddenly. 
And this is Yahweh. This is Elohim doing this to his people. Right? And this is why I call this the acts of Yah. His actions towards the people of Israel. He's telling you why he is doing this, why he is bringing judgment on them. Because he gave a commandment and they're not following it. And that's just like today. The church say, oh, you don't have to follow covenant commandment. And somebody out there right now is saying, yeah, but this is the Old Testament. Yeshua HaMashiach didn't die on the cross yet. We don't have to do covenant commandment. But show me in the New Testament where it says that. The wording has changed. But you do have to still do covenant commandment. You're just not understanding what you're reading. Nine, she who has born seven shall pine away. She shall breathe her last. Her son shall go down while it is yet day. She shall be put to shame and be humiliated. And their remnant I give up to the sword before their enemies, declare Yahweh. Ten, woe to me, my mother, that you have borne me, a man of strife and a man of contention to all the earth. I have neither lent for interest or have men lent to me for interest. All of them are reviling me. Eleven. Yahweh said, I did not direct you for your good. I did not intercede for you in the time of evil, in the time of distress against my enemy. He said, did I not intercede for you in the time of evil and in the time of distress against the enemy? Does one break iron, iron or bronze from the north? 13, your wealth and your treasures I gave as plunder, not for price, because all of your sins, even in all your borders. 14, and I shall cause them to pass over you with your enemies into, into a land which you did not know. For a fire is kindled in my displeasure, which burns upon you. 15, you yourself know, O Yahweh, remember me and visit me and take vengeance for me on these who persecute me. In your patience, do not take me away. Know that for you, I have suffered reproach. And that's Yahu praying. He says, your words were found, and I ate them. This is what Yahu is saying. He said, you're 16. He said, your words were found, and I ate them. I meditated on these words. I lived by these words. I functioned by these words, he's saying to Elohim. And your words was to me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. I didn't mind doing what you were asking me to do or telling me to do. He says, for your name is called on me, O Yahweh Elohim of hosts. 17, I have not sat in the company of the mockers, nor do I exalt. I don't lift myself up. I stay humble. I have sat down alone because of your hand, for you have filled me with displeasure. You showed me what I would get if I did what they were doing. So I didn't do it. 18. Why is my pain without end and my my wound incurable, which refuses to be healed? Are you to me like a failing stream 
as water not steadfast. 19, therefore thus said Yahuwah, if you turn back, then I shall bring you back. Before me you shall stand, and if you take out the precious from the worthless, you shall become as my mouth. Let them return to you, but do not return to them. 20, and I shall make you to this people a strong bronze wall, and they shall fight against you, but not overcome you. For I am with you to save you and to deliver you, declares Yahuwah. And to me, with 19, the saying, eight, let's start at 18. Why is my pain without end and my wound incurable, which refuses to be healed? Are you to me like a failing stream? As water is not steadfast, because when you are preaching or teaching like Yerman Yahoo is, to turn back your hearts to the Father, there are people <clears throat> that are not trying, they're not interested. So their desire and intentions is to shut you up by any means necessary. So you have two pastors out here on social media going back and forth. And I'm going to name the names, right? You got Pastor Geno Jennings going after Pastor T.D. Jakes. And at one point, Geno Jennings was asking T.D. Jakes to meet with him and discuss the Bible. But because T.D. Jakes, T.D. Jakes' view on the Bible is that every church has their own evolving situation going on. Like one church might be hard on something, and as you go down the line, other churches might not be so hard on this particular subject. And Geno Jennings' response is, show me where that is in the Bible, that churches are evolving and pastors are evolving. So instead of T.D. Jakes letting Geno Jennings say what he's going to say about him, T.D. Jakes now goes to his political friends and his lawyers, and he's trying to have Geno Jennings removed off of social media. And that's just how it reads with Jezebel. See, a lot of people used to say that Jezebel, she was has a takeover spirit. She was a type of woman that tried to boss her husband around, or always had something to say, or always was being conniving or evil. If you read Jezebel, and we will be getting into that in the upcoming weeks, Jezebel supported Ahab. She didn't try to take his place. And she didn't do the things that a lot of people said that she did, because I don't see that in the Bible. And it might be in another book, but I have never come across it yet. But the one thing that the Bible do say that Jezebel was guilty of is that she had 400 of her own prophets and she killed Elohim's prophets. And that's what the story of Elijah, Ahab, and um, Jezebel, that's what that story is talking about. Because Elijah at one point was talking to Elohim and he said, I am out here all by myself. And Elohim said, you don't even know that I have some prophets hidden in a cave. He said, you're not by yourself. 
There's some other people that I have stored away that feels and, and, and works and acts just like you. You feel like you're by yourself because you don't know they exist. So my point is, Jezebel's guilty of, she wants her own form of righteousness away from Elohim. And that reminds me of our government today. If you say anything out of line, if you do anything out of line, if you try to talk to somebody about something in their life, you could lose your job. That's a Jezebel spirit to me. You can lose your livelihood if you say this. And that's such a shame because that shows me how much you fear the word of Elohim. And let's back it up. Let's go Elohim towards uh, to Satan. Satan, he encourages people to do his bidding and to enforce this type of situation. He enforced Jezebel to do it. Now he's enforcing politicians to do it and businesses do it. If you say something wrong, you can be you can be out on your job. But at the same time, you have to follow the belief of the people who are opposite of you. So T.D. Jakes is going to his political friends and to his lawyers, and he wants to ban um, Geno Jennings from the airwaves to stop him from talking about him. So let's so let's say that he gets his way, and Geno Jennings is now knocked off the airwaves, and T.D. Jakes can continue to preach and to live the life that he's been living that Geno Jennings saying is wrong. T.D. Jakes is still going to have to meet his maker. But this reminds me of 1 Kings when you see and you read about Jezebel. Especially in 2 Kings, I do believe as well. It's like, let my prophets preach false doctrine. Let them be false prophets, deceiving people and following the tradition of men. And don't let this other person speak because Yah forbid he encourages somebody to wake up, which is really what it's all about. If we only have one form of people, a person talking one particular way, even when it's wrong, like the Bible said, they can call Israel to sin. They can cause them to sin. And that's to me, that to me is what their intentions are. Causing the world to sin, especially when our young kids are growing up that's four and five years old. If there's no preaching of righteousness, they can grow up to be 21 years old and be totally oblivious to the fact that there's a, another side. So everybody from, that, from, from their age on up is now promoting evil. So that's what... Yerman Yahoo is talking about when he said, why is my pain without end and my wound incurable? Because people are coming after me because of what I'm saying in your name. He says, and it refuses to be healed. Are you to me like a failing stream as water's not steadfast? People are coming after me. Jezebel is threatening my life. 19, therefore thus says Yahweh, if you turn back, then I shall bring you back before me. 
you shall stand. And if you take out the precious from the worthless, you shall become as my mouth. Let them return to you, but do not return to them. 20, and I shall make you to this people a strong bronze wall, and they shall fight against you, but not overcome you. For I am with you to save you and to deliver you, declares Yahweh. 21, and I shall deliver you from the hand of evildoers and shall ransom you from the grip of the ruthless. And that's all I have for you today. That wasn't too bad, right? Anytime you see somebody telling you that you can't say what you believe, but you have to follow what they believe, and nobody finds that to be weird. I have to forsake everything, everything that I feel in my spirit and follow you. It's so sad, man. It's so sad. But this is just a reminder that this podcast is also on Spotify and Instagram, and I'm live on YouTube as well. So don't forget to like my page and to share my page where it applies. And don't forget to hit the notification button. And let's give an applause to Elohim and Yahshua. They're worthy to be praised. And don't forget to subscribe to my page as well. And again, shout out to Mr. Richard Turner for my background music. And next week we'll be reading from Yeremiah 16. So guys, have a great day. Have a good Sabbath and Shalom.